0: so freaking excited for this episode. If you have been tuning in for a long time, you might remember that really early on in one of my episodes, I was talking about nutrition and I was talking about how I struggle and it's always this ongoing thing. And I mentioned who my nutrition goals, like trophy of all nutrition is, and it's Melissa McAllister. And I am so excited. you guys! She is here on the show with us. And we are going to literally pick her brain so that we can get all of the nuggets and learn how to be more like her (laughs) because that's seriously my goal. So as we're gearing up to start this new year and to, I'm sure lots of you guys have goals. I'm sure nutrition is part of that. If it's not, it probably should be because that is literally the core and the foundation of our health. And so Melissa, before we dig into all of the nitty gritty Tell us who you are. Tell us your story. How did you get into all of this like in such a deep way? because you are like, you know all the things. How did you get into all of it? I am in a deep.
1: i'm I'm <laughs> clearly obsessed. I really am. It, it, it's beautiful most, most people watched like last night, this is a true story last night, you know, Mick is out of town. He's skiing, and I could lay in bed and I could watch a movie. I watched a, a, a documentary on fat. <laughs> I just, love it. This is me. That's my enjoyment. So it started off with me. Honestly, if I do go back, it's in high school. I I was I was a Dorito eating Coke, drinking a uh, little fool. Um, and I met a young boy named Mick uh, who ate very well. And he didn't eat well because he had any education. He just liked real food. He has never been one. He never he didn't understand margarine. He didn't eat any fake foods. He didn't eat a lot of processed foods. He just liked real food, and I was intrigued by that. And so I started eating a little better myself and started feeling better. And I of course lost weight. And so I was like, wow, the power of real food. And so I went to college. Uh, I went to Arizona State University for my degree in dietetics. Uh, I my poor parents, they paid this ridiculous out-of-state tuition for me. And, um, I have probably three and a half years under my belt for my dietetics degree, but I, in the process, I had two kids and decided, you know, well, we wanted me to be a stay-at-home mom. So I continued my educational uh, journey. I've never stopped learning about nutrition because it's a huge passion of mine. And then decided, uh, to go back to school, um, and to become what's called an NTP and, uh, uh, an NTP and a nutritional a functional nutrition counselor, uh, which is more—it's more on the nutritionist side than than dietetics. And if you were like, what's the difference? Now, for me, this is just my opinion, and this isn't always the case. But a dietitian is closer to a uh, a Western medicine doctor, or a nutritionist is closer to a functional medicine doctor. Uh, where they, you know, there's just really this huge power of food and, and, really trying to find the root of the problem and helping people there. Not that dietitians don't do that either, but, um, they, they do work more mainstream or I think nutritionists do work more, you know, not so mainstream and, and go a little bit more of the holistic route. So I've been doing that for many, many years and, um, have just been trying to help people as much as I can, uh, with honesty, I, I was going through my phone and I actually found an app, you guys, the coolest app, it's brand new. Um, I should probably mention it because maybe you're like me, my daughter and I were talking about how frustrating it is to have all of those duplicate photos on your phone and stuff, <laughs> which I had a ton of. So there's an app called Cleanup. I think it's brand new, but and it, it goes through. All
0: the duplicates
1: duplicate videos dupl- and even pictures that are really similar <laughs> and it will tell you which one is a better quality. So you can delete the other one. It's amazing. I um, mean, it was That's fast. Awesome. So anyway, um, and I was going through some old videos and I was, one of my videos was me talking about how, you know, I, it's not complicated. And, and I don't want you to take that in a way that means that it's not challenging because it's challenging in today's day and age to be healthy, but yeah. it's not difficult. You do not have to spend hours in the gym. You do do not have to overcomplicate the way that you eat, Um, but it's just kind of getting rid of all the myths that we've heard and, and, you know, having big food and big pharma kind of in our ear all the time about what is considered healthy versus what really is healthy.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.
1: And just trying to help people in that area
0: I love it so speaking of myths why don't we kind of dig into some of those big ones that I feel like that's the biggest struggle is when someone's wanting to get healthy one they just turn to working out and they're like oh I must exercise and then they just continue eating the way that they always have And two, there's so many things out there telling you a million different things. So it's overwhelming, it's stressful. And obviously that keeps people stuck in their tracks. So what are some of the biggest myths that everyone is hearing that we can just quickly debunk? Uh,
1: The first one is the five to six meals a day.
0: Now, if that works for
1: you, fantastic. Uh, Anything that I tell you, uh, you've got to experiment for yourself, but I want you to ask yourself: Is it really serving me, or is it something that I've been told that I think I need to do, or do I just really like to eat? <laughs> because you really don't need the five to six meals a day. In fact, it's it's so much better for your system to have a little bit of rest between meals, to let the digestive system rest, and and you know your the the bile and the the enzymes and everything that gets excreted, the you know, hormones, give your body a break between the meals and let it really do a good job, you know, at least three to four hours of getting through that food. I mean, it takes six to eight hours for something to go through you. And so when you eat again, even if you're only eating three meals a day, you're still not completely have digested that first meal. So you yeah. don't need the five to six meals a day uh, whatsoever. That's okay,
0: the first that's one. That's good to know. Okay. What, what would be the next
1: one? Um, also that I'm an intermittent faster. Uh, I have been, let me explain. I have been for over two decades and I didn't even know it was a thing. And until Shalene Johnson uh, pointed it out to me, (laughs) she's like, it's weird. You don't eat breakfast. And I'm like, really? So um, once I realized that, you know, I was an intermittent faster naturally I eat around between 11 to seven and I try to sleep between 11 to seven. Uh, I really started studying it. And I always was always teased in a good way. When I was a a, an elite video talent team member for both Shalene's company and for Beachbody to be in their fitness videos. I was like the only one that never needed to diet before we filmed. Um, And I realized you know, I did eat pretty clean, but it really was the fact that I was an intermittent faster. And I take, I really take it seriously that I do think that if you eat well and you intermittently fast, that you can go ahead and, you know, help keep that body fat down. And so I don't, I sure as the sun rises, do not believe that you need to eat first thing in the morning. I think it's very healthy for the body, uh, for you to work out fasted. If you feel better eating before you work out, then that's best for you. But I don't want people to think because a fitness magazine or a supplement company tells them that they need to eat before they work out. You really don't have to, especially if your goal is fat loss, your human growth hormone is nice and high in the morning and your insulin is nice and low. And it's a really good time for you to be able to tap into or continue to tap into your fat stores while you're exercising fasted before you have that first meal. So you don't have to eat first thing in the morning or before a workout if you don't want to.
0: I love it. So how, okay, just a little backstory. The mm-hmm. thing that I feel like I struggle with, <laughs> we're gonna get really real. The thing that I struggle with that I learned, especially as I went through the, the nutrition program, the be Mindset and- is I am a emotional eater tried and true. When I'm having fun, I want food connected to it. When I am traveling, I want to experience the food when I'm all of the things. And I'm like, I think that is my biggest struggle. It's like, how do you release that tie of your experience and your, and everything you're going through and your emotions and food? Because I think if I could do that, then I would be like, good. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's a, that's a really good question yesterday. I actually uh, spoke with um, a lady named Dr. Vera Tarman, and she wrote the book food junkies and it's about food and sugar addiction. And we actually had the very candid conversation of is food addictive because some people, on one side of the spectrum say absolutely and on the other side people say you can't compare you know having a craving for sugar for being addicted to a drug but she's she's a medical expert um, and she says it is and um, she was actually was one herself and we talked a lot about the difference between understanding uh, moderation and abstinence and um, also you know I also feel, and this comes from Mike Herpenko, uh, that I love the way that he puts that if you live a really healthy lifestyle, you know, like what they say, the 80-20 rule, but you can even push it to, you know, 85, 15%. When you do go to the parties, when you do go on vacation, you can enjoy those treats because you're so good when you're in your zone, when you're at home or when you're in your schedule, you have the... The debt that he calls it the debit and the credit to be able to do that. So, someone like you or I who exercises regularly, eats well, you know, most of the time can afford to do that more often as opposed to someone who probably doesn't exercise that often and eats poorly the other times. That's going to affect them faster than it would affect us because our body will bounce back. So, as far as being an abstainer or moderator, sometimes you just got to think about that. And I am literally better an abstainer. I, when if somebody brings out Let me just a big old cake (laughs) and they want to give me a little tiny slice. I'm truly better off not having that little piece of cake. I know what cake tastes like, you know, you're not going, you're not going to give me something I never had before. I know what cake tastes like. And I personally do better by just, you know, admiring its, its beauty and and the person who made it. But if I have that little bite the rest of the evening, I'm just going to sit there and go, "Mm, I really want some more cake. (laughs) But if I don't have it, I'm fine. I don't, I don't feel deprived. It's a mindset thing. I'm, I'm, I've got goals. I'm educated. I know what, you know, what this will do to me, both mindset wise and the sugar. And so I'm just, I'm really okay not having it. So there's times when you let it go, you know, like if you have a child and you guys bake cupcakes together, you better sit down and have that cupcake with that child. But Other than that, leave it to special occasions, because really there aren't that many special occasions that you can spoil your, you know, your daily routine with to make a difference. But if you're kind of every night, you know, getting off track or every weekend getting off track, then you won't reach your goals. But if you really push hard to be good, 85% and listen to me. Okay. So I eat three meals a day and there's seven days in a week. So that's 21 meals. So for me to be good, 90% of the time means I can still have two meals that are less than perfect. So it's really not that absurd if you think about it. So I could eat 20, 20 meal or 19 meals really good and save my dinner Friday night, my dinner Saturday night to have a little extra and be okay. (laughs) So it's not as crazy as it sounds. We got to get over the, the, the fact of thinking that it's deprivation. It's not, it's a choice. And it's, mm-hmm. it can be a really positive choice um, as long as you understand that you're not looking for perfection, but you're just looking to get a little bit better, you know, as time goes by and to eat and to eat and sleep and drink water as best as you can when you are completely in control.
0: I love this so much. And it really is. It's so interesting because I feel like when I've hit a goal or like when I'm living in a space of maintenance where I'm like feeling confident, feeling good energy, that's where it's easier for me to just be like, okay, well, I'll have a bite here. I'll have a dessert here, whatever. And I can work it in. But it's also then really easy for me to be like, okay, and that was really good. And I'm going to have yep. a little bit more. And then like, I'm going to have some yeah. tomorrow night too. And, but it's so, it's just so interesting to really understand how you operate. And I love that you said moderation or what did you call it? Ab- Abstinence. Abstinence. Yeah. There we go. To abstain. Um, Yeah. Just understanding how you work. So I'll work with some clients and they're like, I just can't not eat it. And I'm like, okay, then just don't buy it. Like if you understand that that's how you are, we, we got to roll with it. So I think that's something good for everyone to hear me included. (laughs) Like, what are your goals? What's going to help you stay aligned? It's so interesting because I was so afraid to do the ultimate reset which is a 21 day cleanse. It's like a reset from the intern, like from the inside out. I was so afraid of it for years. And because I'm like, Oh, I can't be perfect for 21 days. Like ah, I'm going to miss out on life. Like that was my whole mindset. And I've done it. I think three, maybe four times since, since I did it my first time, it is the most empowering program. It is Oh my gosh. I can't wait till I'm done nursing. So I can do it again. Like it's so freaking good. And to explain that moderation versus abstinence, that's how it is. Like when I know I quote unquote, it's just not, it's not an option. option. Yes. Mm -hmm. When I am committed to that program, I know I am a hundred percent, no bites, no cheats, no little whatever. And it's so easy to be like, no, I don't want that right now because I'm feeling so freaking good. I want this huge a salad, like this, is what I want. It's just so interesting, and I'm like, why can't I just adopt that mentality all of the time? But you can. You have. <laughs> what you can. You? Well, gosh, no, I, I'm so not perfect. <laughs> but you're still so good, even on the top ten trips. I would go home at night, you guys. So I've have we been in Greece and Paris, right? France yes, and yes, Paris. Yes, yes. Every time at the end of the night, I'm like, babe. <laughs> how does Melissa do this? Like we're surrounded by all this good food. And she's still like, we were at breakfast because we were at hotel breakfast and she just, she wasn't eating because it wasn't in her thing. And I'm like, she's just, that's just who she is. It's your identity. It's who you are. And I think that's another huge thing is just becoming the person who eats well and who fuels your body. And it's not, I'm trying to lose weight. It's, I am a healthy being like, this is just who I am. Taking a quick pause from the episode to make sure that all of my network marketing friends know about my ignite your life course. I built this course for any network marketer who is ready to scale your business with more purpose, harmony, and flow. You don't have to sacrifice more in order to experience more success. And I am literally giving you an exact roadmap to scale your business and find more fulfillment and find more joy and be able to do it in a way that aligns with your values and with who you are. So if you are ready to make some serious breakthroughs in your business, we literally cover it all. We'll go through breaking through limiting beliefs, building your vision, creating daily rituals. We'll go through strategies and systems and building rock solid habits to make sure that you have everything in place to live your best life in all areas, not just in your business. We'll go through sales, recruiting, leadership, working smarter, not harder, building a true legacy business that not only blesses your life, but generations to come. So if this sounds like something that will help you take things to the next level, rise to that next level of success and fulfillment and joy, then make sure that you go to Micah Folsom Fit, dot com slash ignite your life to learn all about it and see if it's something that will bless your life.
1: That's actually a huge beef I have with social media right now is everything is about um, calories and weight loss. And even just I got suckered into a page yesterday um, where one doctor was saying you shouldn't drink Coke Zero. And, and I was like, Ooh, I got to read this. And so I started reading the comments and some people were like, thank you. And other people were like, you know, that, Oh, cause he was saying it takes you out of ketosis and other people were saying, you know, I drink diet Coke all the time and it doesn't take me out of ketosis. And then it led me to another page where people talk about, you can have diet Coke and it, it aids in your weight loss goals. And I have diet Cokes, you know, I'm not perfect. Um, I love a diet, wild cherry, Pepsi, thank goodness. They're really hard to find. Um, <laughs> but that's my weakness. I don't like anything else, but that specific flavor of diet soda. Um, And it shouldn't be about whether or not you gain or lose weight. It's, is it healthy or is it not healthy? You know? And if, and if you really feed your body well, number one, cravings really do subside because your body isn't looking for that nutrition that it's void in the the processed foods and the fake foods that we're consuming because your body's like you fed me, (laughs) but I don't feel nourished. I need yeah. you to give me more. And so if we would really just, you know, flip the switch on thinking about what we ate, then the the weight loss wouldn't be such an issue. And if you are drinking regular sodas right now and you go to a diet soda, you know, to, to help with weight loss, just tell yourself you're just switching kind of one crutch for another um, yeah. and keep that diet soda, um, give it a time frame because it's not it's not any better for you than a regular soda when it comes to, you know, what it does to the body. It takes a lot of artificial sweetener to upset the gut biome. I mean, that's kind of the talk right now. It takes a lot. So one soda every day is not going to disrupt your gut biome, but it's still, there's just, it robs your bodies of some, you know, some nutrients and stuff. So it's just not good for you. It's fake. It's, it's a chemical. So if you just have that mindset of, okay, it's, I'm going to, you know, drink this diet soda until I can really, you know, start to feel the weight loss and feel better Then maybe I can switch to LaCroix. And then I can just, you know, switch to sparkling water, knowing that this is just a short-term thing, but not to tell yourself, you know, that I'm just going to be drinking diet sodas for the rest of my life. Cause you want to work on being healthy and not just being skinny.
0: Yes. I love that. That reminder too, is like, it's not, you don't have to go from like one extreme to the next. Like it's not you're eating all of the things. And then all of a sudden you are 100% dialed in and perfect, like make the baby steps, make the little shifts. And that's, especially when you're getting your family on board, that is what has helped us more than anything over the past eight years, since we've just started shifting habits. It's not an overhaul overnight. It's shifting one thing and then taking out this and replacing it for that. And it's those little things added up over time are what lead to consistent, sustainable results. So you're no longer doing like the roller coaster all in, all out, all in, all out. Cause I played that game for a long time too. <laughs> That's true. And I, when people, if people ask me, how do you, I
1: mean, I'm, I'll be 48 very soon, almost 48. Um, and have been able to maintain a, you know, muscle mass and a body fat the same over the last few decades. And people when they ask me how I'm able to do that, I know they're expecting you know some grandiose so reason, and and it truly is the word consistency. I'm not perfect. Um, I eat. I feel like I eat a, a really good amount of calories. You know, I'm between when I'm tracking or or eating normally 1800 1, calories a day. I only do home workouts for thirty to forty minutes a day. <laughs> You know, I give my all when I give that 30 or 40 minutes, but I'm not in a gym two hours. I'm not weighing my food. I'm not counting my calories. Um, I'm just eating whole food and I'm trying to get movement in for 30 or 40 minutes a day. And because I've done that for so long, my body's used to it. And I know it's really difficult when you're in a situation where you can have uh, like a really fancy coffee, you know, or you could, you know, there's a plate of cookies and to eat them because at that moment it makes absolutely zero difference whether or not you eat that cookie or not. You're not going to gain weight instantly. You're not going to, you know, go into a coma instantly. Nothing's going to happen. And so it's that that instant gratification that seems to win. But I think if you do things like put reminders on your phone or step away from the situation, even for 15 seconds, you can walk around the house, or if you're at the mall, just say, you know what, I'm just going to give it one more store before I go to the coffee shop and get the fancy coffee. And just, just think about it for, instead of it being an impulsive decision, think about it. And um, I also think it's really important if there's something that you do habitually, uh, there's a trigger there. Um, Think about not the actual act of getting it, but what starts that trigger? You know, um, I always use the example of maybe you have a very stressful drive home from work. And so as you know, as soon as you walk in the kitchen door, you're going to go and grab a beer, or you're going to go and grab the bag of chips because you're so stressed from that drive home. How about, you know, you drive home <laughs> and you've got that stress from that drive, but instead take a walk around your house. Or sit in your car and listen to, you know, five minutes of something uplifting or watch kitten videos that make you giggle, something that takes you out of that habit of walking directly into the kitchen and going for that thing that, you know, you really don't want because you will regret it later. So to, you know, those kind of things, I think help people as well to, to remove themselves for a couple of minutes from the situation, or to think about what the actual trigger is and not the act of doing what they do to change the habit.
0: Yes. It's that habit loop. It's identifying that anchor of like, what is Mm. actually causing this. And then I just wish I could carry you in my back pocket and have you be like, Micah, wait, go take a walk. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to just going to picture Melissa on my left shoulder every day in my life and be like, this is what (laughs) Melissa would do. What would Melissa do? I'm going to make a bracelet. (laughs) You're just going to
1: change the. Oh, I was going to say, what
0: would. Okay. I was going to say, change the J to M, but yeah, exactly. WWMD. It's perfect. (laughs) No, it's so true, though. It's that consistency of just those simple things. And I watch your stories and I watch your meals, and I'm like, this is just who she is. It's just good food. And you guys have to go find her on Instagram. We're not wrapping up because I'm not near close to being done picking her brain. But Uh while we're chatting about this, at Melissa Maid, correct? Yes. Okay. She is like a Greek goddess, you guys, her body. And you'll be like, okay, what is she doing? And this is what she's doing. So I'm just going to like put it out there. I have been coaching for eight years. She has always been someone who I just admire so much. Just your authentic, just how you share, how you talk, how you educate, how you live your life. And like, it is you don't do the fluctuating thing that you, so you see so many people doing that from program to program. It's like, they lose the weight, they gain the weight, they lose the weight, they gain the weight. And you're just like, you just are, you're just, that's just how you are. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be like, Melissa, when I grow up. (laughs) But, you know, Mike, if I can say something and and I, um,
1: this is a flex, this is a big flex. I have a wonderful husband.
2: Um,
1: he, I, I can fluctuate eight pounds, I can get, I can be so disciplined and I will get super lean. And, and, you know, my, my abs will, they'll pop really well and my triceps. And you can just see, you know, lots of definition, but I lose my butt. (laughs) I lose my butt or I can be eight pounds heavier and the abs get a little bit softer, but my butt goes boop and my husband's like, I love every stage because oh, I don't I care if it. you're super lean. He goes, I don't care if you've got, he goes, cause there's, there's always something that attracts me to you. And so he's always been so supportive, um, you know, on my journey because I'm never, I, I'm never here. I'm here or I'm here and I'm here and I'm mad because I'm not lean or I'm here because I lost my butt. And so he has to listen <laughs> to me, but he's always there to tell me he thinks I'm beautiful just the way I am, which I think is a huge component as well oh, as yeah. finding support. And if you maybe don't find it at home right now, that's where you find a community of, of other people, like-minded people that are there for you. And um, as long as you stay on your path and it makes you happy, uh, the, the people that love you can't help but be happy for you in due time uh, when, when they let it go.
0: We're taking a quick time out because it's the time of the month when I'm bringing on my next few clients to help you get started on your gut health journey. The deeper I get into this and in my own journey, the more I just want to scream it from the rooftops because I feel so much better. And on a monthly basis, we have client results rolling in: better sleep, more energy, skin issues clearing up, um, moodiness lifting, lack like way less bloat. Obviously, weight loss is a byproduct. Just so many incredible things, and people feeling so empowered on their health journey. Again, if you've ever felt frustrated because the weight isn't coming off, the things aren't improving. You're waking up feeling one way and going to bed, feeling six months pregnant. You're not alone. Those are things that people are dealing with on a very consistent basis. And just kind of writing off of like, this is what it is, but it doesn't need to be that way. And it can, a lot of it is stemming from your gut health. So if you are interested in learning more about this, go to Micah slash gut, and you can learn about the program, fill out the form. If you want to get started with me, but this is a life-changing program. It's four weeks. You eliminate the most um, allergenic foods, the foods that most people have the most sensitivities to You feel, you then reintroduce those things and see how you feel and see how your body responds. And then you have an exact game plan, what your body needs, how your microbiome is and what foods it needs and what it doesn't. So it's just, ah, it's so good. So if you're ready to really elevate your health and feel your absolute best, go to that link. Let's have a conversation and we can get you started with an exact, simple, game plan. Micah Folsom slash gut. See you there. hundred percent agree with that. And I love Mick. He's so awesome. I love that. He's <laughs> the one that inspired you to make these changes too. I never knew that. Yeah. Weird. Right. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah, that's just, you guys are such a power couple. I love you Y'all, guys. Thank you. Okay. Let's dig in. I want to pick your brain a little bit about Shakeology. I know that there's so many different shakes out there. There's so many different. When I first started drinking this superfood shake, I was like, not educated. I'm not a shake person. I don't need that. I like to eat food. I don't want to waste a meal on a shake. And then I learned more about it. And obviously I've been drinking it for eight and a half years now. Why do you have you drink it for so long? Yeah. Um, well, okay. well,
1: in the beginning, it was hard for me because, it, you know, I wasn't a shake drinker. I had to I had to get myself into that habit of doing it. Um, and Mike has been a coach for eight years. I've been a coach for over 13 years. And so I was there when it came out and I was there when they reformulated it. And it was terrible that when they did that first reformulation, I was like, oh, well, I can't drink it anymore um, But they, they fixed it. Um, and from that point on, I literally learned to make it so I love it. So if you do see my social media, you see that I make it super thick. I add a little bit of extra protein powder to it because that just changes the consistency. Not because I feel like I need more protein necessarily, but it gives it a great consistency and I put whipped cream on it and I'll put nuts on top or cacao. I just, I make it a treat for me. Um, and I, and I don't miss it because of that, but Shakeology is different, uh, because it, it is, there's so much stuff in it and we are so overfed, but under, um, nutrition, uh, nourished. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, It's just that one thing in the day that is of any and everything that I take that I know is, you know, really feeding me. And I'm just even going to talk about iodine. There's iodine in Shakeology. And, And who would think that you need iodine? Well, we really you know, especially as women don't get enough iodine, it's why they put it in salt, but they put it in table salt, which is bad for you. So it's not a good place to get it. You wanna get naturally occurring iodine, which you can get it in seaweed and stuff like that, but who eats seaweed? You know, not not, not on a daily basis properly, probably. And uh, iodine is really good for the thyroid. And too many of us women, you know, are having thyroid issues and without proper iodine consumption, then the the thyroid just kind of goes wonky. So Shakeology just has magnesium and zinc in it, all of these things that you should be taking anyway. And um, all of these uh, antioxidants and uh, phytonutrients and adaptogens, just things that the medicinal mushrooms, all of these things that I promise you are not taking (laughs) on a monthly basis, let alone a daily basis. And so just by drinking the shake that you can make really delicious you're getting some extra protein, which I guarantee uh, we should probably talk about that, that most women are not getting enough protein in their diet, that you're getting a a boatload of nutrition uh, in something that's actually enjoyable. Um, And you're not taking this huge handful of pills. And it's not, I mean, the huge handful of pills would cost a lot more than what Shakeology costs. And yeah. it's, it's something really easy to travel with. And uh, it's just become a part of my routine. And I do um, 100% attest my health, which I will tell you, this is, this is something that's been on my mind so much lately. Uh, and it's funny, I had a, a talk with my daughter-in-law this morning. We were talking about uh, a gentleman who found out that he, his doctor called him the unhealthiest healthy person that he's ever met because he was this beautiful bodybuilder. But he was a big bodybuilder, but he was really unhealthy on the inside because of the way that he was eating, you know, a lot of processed stuff. Uh, and so he cleaned up his diet. But there are a lot of people out there you will see that look super healthy. They look healthy, but you've got to you've got to get in there and, and look at blood work and, and you know levels of vitamins and minerals and hormone levels. And I do that all the time. And I'm actually gonna create a post that shows all of my my tests because you can't just look at somebody and assume that they're healthy. You really, you you can't look at their insides, but if you're going to, if they're gonna put themselves out there as a healthy person, you know, you almost kind of have the right to be like, well, can I see what your insides are like? (laughs) (laughs) Are you really, are you really healthy? Or do you just look healthy? Because I think that's important because if you're gonna follow the way that somebody lives, you really should, it really should go far beyond of just, you know, if they have a six pack or not. So I think that's really important when it comes to that.
0: I love that. So what tests do you have done? Like, what are the kind of the standard, these ones are really good key indicators of what's actually going on. Okay. So I think you should get, uh, for women, you know,
1: all, all hormones. I mean, it, it, insurance doesn't cover a lot of it, um, but get your thyroid tested and not just your TSH. Um, ask your doctor to go farther than just your TSH readings, uh, your T3, and your T4, because those things, they don't, that can look totally normal, but there's other parts of your thyroid that they don't test that could be abnormal. Um, and that's usually where people find that there's thyroid issues. I think it's important to look at like your vitamin D levels um, you can also look at things like if you have heavy metals in your system, there is a website called grassroots.net. I believe it's.net or it could be.org, but it's grassroots. It's a wonderful company and they send you this card and you prick your finger and you just drop blo- drop dots of blood on it. And you can do lots of different tests. It's, it's very easy. Um, and the tests that they offer um, I think are are so eye-opening. Like I did, Mick had surgery and I was just a little bit worried about them. And you can get your C reactive proteins or your CRPs. Um, tested. And that's the inflammation in your body, which is another thing that's really important to know, you know, how inflamed are you? Cause you can't see that you can't yeah. even really feel it. But if your uh, CRP is really high, that goes to show that there's just something not going on in the body. That's right. And it's just a great indicator. So honestly, I mean, I could, you know, zinc, magnesium, just go off all of the things. Um, but I really think if you just went to grassroots, you'd be surprised at what they offer and everything that they offer, I think is just really, truly important. It, it would be a great gift for somebody. I mean, if somebody has a birthday coming up, um, give them a gift card to, to pick, you know, what, what concerns them or what they'd love wow. to know more about their body and give them a test or a test, a gift like that. So they can just learn more about themselves. And that's truly the gift of health.
0: I love that so much. Such a good reminder. I am going to wait until I'm done breastfeeding and get all of these tests done so that my hormones can normalize and Mm -hmm. like all the things. But this is, I've like never, I've never done any of these tests and Mm. thankfully just kind of gone off of the standard ones that they tell you at the doctor and my health. Like obviously I'm not struggling with anything but I'm really really interested in finding out really what's going on and like how yeah. things are really going on in there so yeah and you know it's not it's not 100%
1: necessary to do all of that um but it's empowering um yeah. and it's eye opening just you know with the times that they are right now just to know your, your vitamin D levels. Uh, And there's so many things that are attached to, to vitamin D deficiency. I mean, maybe you're suffering from a little bit of depression, but you have no idea where it's coming from. And it could be just you're lacking vitamin D. I mean, there's so many things that are attached to different deficiencies that sometimes seem way off in left field. Uh, But it's the fact that it's because you've, you know, you've got higher levels of mercury in your body and you can, there are things that you can do to, to help that. And so you never, you can't fix it unless you know about it.
0: Yeah. I love it. Okay. One question that I get asked so often, and I want to hear your perspective for someone who is, cause I know you're higher, is it high fat, moderate protein? Is that like what the made diet is high fat, moderate protein? So for someone who is following keto and like they're living that lifestyle and kind of interested in using Shakeology, but they're like, oh, I can't do that. It's too many carbs. What What are your thoughts about this? I get that question a lot too, believe it or not.
1: Um, <laughs> so the first thing I wanna say is with the MAID diet is, you know, when I, the acronym is moderate protein, adequate fat, decreased carbs, decreased carbs, yeah. And eight hour window is adequate fat is, I say higher fat and I just mean higher fat than what standard America tells right. you to eat. They, they yeah. made us fat phobic. It's, I always joke that the May diet is more Mediterranean versus uh, meats paleo and, they, and it had a baby. <laughs> so it's not, it's not definitely not keto high, but I do have um, people that, and I do think keto can be healthy. Very, It's like being vegan. It's very difficult. You have to educate yourself. You have to be very diligent to, yeah. to do it um, in, in a healthy manner. Um, but I, am not a big fan of anything that will restrict vegetables. You know, if, if you have to, you know, restrict how many vegetables you want to eat. Um, I'm just not a big fan of that in and of itself. And that's goes back to Shakeology. There's, there's, I mean, challenge me. There is nothing out there that you can have in one sitting that is 150 calories. That'll give you so much nutrition. And the carbohydrates are coming from whole food, you know, freeze-dried whole food based products. So you're not, it's nothing added. I remember talking to Darren O'Lean because people will say, you know, there's, you know, organic cane sugar in there. And this is Darren O'Lean's quote to me. He goes, it's literally like a pinch of salt. It is a pinch of organic sugar. It is, it's that minute of sugar. You got to put it on the label because it's in there. They're honest, but it is it's just a little tiny bit. And if it wasn't in there, chances are, uh, you wouldn't drink it, you know? So be honest with yourself. If it didn't have that sweetness to it, would you drink it?
0: Yeah. I love that. So you would say like, so for someone who was really trying to, how, how realistic is it for people to stay in ketosis? I,
1: I think we're, we are way better off going in and out of it than staying in it 100%. You should, you should, there should be times when you're in it times that you're out of it. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be a steady state sort of a thing. And so I do, when I'm eating really on point, I mean, I'm, I've gotten more lax here lately, but there for a while I was 50 grams or under every day. Um, all of my carbohydrates came from vegetables and Shakeology. And I was still able to say, and I guess you could call that keto. Cause I think they're cut off as 50 grams or less, uh, easily. I could drink my Shakeology every single day and have plenty of a variety of rainbow vegetables in and still stay low carb. So for somebody that's trying to do keto, they just have to understand that, you know, 15 grams is going to come from, uh, Shakeology, but they won't find anything else. That's more nutritious for those 15 grams of carbohydrates,
0: right? All grams are not created equal. You could have 15 grams of bread or you could have 15 grams of Shakeology Uh and the nutrition, like that doesn't even. Yeah. So you just, it's not an argument.
1: Yeah. And, and don't, but don't also don't try to convince people, educate them, but don't try to convince them.
0: Yep. I love it. I've just like, I'm not the nutrition guru. So I'm like, when they ask me that, I'm like, you know, I don't really, I don't really know how to answer that question. So that's really helpful hearing it from you. And that will help me educate them better as well. Cause it really, it, when you say it like that, I'm like, duh, (laughs) like why? Okay. 15 grams, 15 grams, but definitely not the same. Okay. Perfect. That's
1: nothing. I mean, if you're, it's we go back to the reset. I've had people tell me I don't know if I can do the reset because I can't. I can't not drink my wine for 21 days, and I'm like, oh, (sighs) I can't drink Shakeology because that's too many carbohydrates. Oh, right. You know, that's that's. I mean, that's you've got to stay a little bit more open-minded than that. It's only three weeks. You know, you have the rest of your life to enjoy your wine. It's only three weeks, 15 carbohydrates are nothing in the grand scheme of things, especially when you're yeah. talking about such a nutritious product, 15 grams is nothing. And if that's, if that's keeping you because you're only looking at the grams of carbohydrates, then that's
0: not healthy. Right, I love that, it's so true. What has been your experience with Ultimate Reset? Is that something you do on a regular basis? don't laugh at me. I think I'm going to do it in January. Um, and and
1: I'll do it for you. I've lost count. Um, I think this might be my 16th or 17th time. So I, yeah, I do it at least pretty, pretty much, um, twice a year since it's come out, you know, how long has it been out? Um, I've done it twice a year. So I'm, I'm right on track for my next one to be, you know, six months since I've done it. And, um, it's funny too, Micah, because I was, I don't know if you were, I was in the test group for the ultimate reset with Carl. And I, I mean, I did it to the T te- to the, cause they took our blood work because they wanted to use our blood work. So I had to be good. And I was yeah. Um, so good, Um, made it to the very end. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, this is real life. I went to get my blood work done and sitting next to me in my car was a pile of crappy carbohydrates. And I went and I gave my blood and I sat in the car, I ate granola and I ate pretzels and peanut butter. (laughs) And I just, I felt so sick. Um, But that was my very first experience because I didn't, I didn't, it not that it wasn't my choice, but I was part of a test group. So it wasn't something that I had prepared myself to do. I was asked to do it. That's that's number one. And then number two, I didn't know what to expect. Um, And when I do something, I do it a hundred percent. And so I, you know, I, and I do think that it's, it's, it's low calorie. So it's, it's very difficult. Uh, And that one I followed to the T. So I was at the, you know, 12, 1300 calories, which is very low for me. And since then I've, I've added more, you know, I make my more vegetables. So it's a little bit more calories for me, but the longer I've done it, the more I've been able to get used to it and kind of adapt it to me so that I don't feel like it was so hard. Like it was the very first time.
0: What hit like for you who eats so well, almost all the time, what have you found? Like, why do you continue to do it twice a year? What do you find from it?
1: Well, number one, I, I think, uh, grass fed, grass finished beef is excellent for you. Excellent for you. Um, but I do think it's, it's great to take a little break, um, to take a little break from alcohol. I I do love my red wine as well. Uh, not that I drink it, but a couple of times a month, but, and the discipline, I just, I love, I love, and I feel great. I will tell you, I sleep the best on the reset and my, my skin My skin ridiculously clears up. I don't know what it is, but my skin gets so soft uh, on the reset, which is why still to this day, I drink distilled water with, uh, with the minerals added to it because I, 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 I'm sure it has to do (laughs) with the quality of water, (laughs) but that those three changes enough the sleep, you know, I, I do lose a couple of pounds and the fact that it keeps me disciplined and my skin just gets ridiculously soft is enough for me to do it twice a year.
0: I love it. That's what I when I'm not pregnant or nursing every six months is like yeah. what I like to go with as well. If you haven't done it and you're like, what the crap are they talking about? It is so, so worth it. 21 days. So worth it. So, so, so good. Um, I don't want to take up all your time because I know you're so, so busy, but is there anything that you would want to kind of advice or tips or things with someone who is Like okay, this is the year. Like I am, health is my focus. They're they're even past that. I just want to lose weight. I want to do this. Like they want to be healthy. What are some really solid foundational just habits Mm. or things that they can implement and that are going to help them make this shift? It's honestly
1: very easy to answer. First of all,
0: drink your water, and
1: how much water you. This is individual, so. You don't have to drink what your neighbor drinks or your best friend drinks. It's a very individual thing. If you have a lot of fruits and vegetables, there's a lot of water in that. So that's going to take away what water you need to drink, but wake up first thing in the morning to a big glass of water, try to sip water throughout the day and, you know, cut it back right before you go to sleep, especially if you're waking up, um, all of your followers right now are going to shake their head. If you wake up around three or four o'clock in the morning, um, (laughs) you need to pull back your water, but I also want you to know that could also be a sign of, um, uh, sugar, or I should say blood sugar dysregulation. Oh, nice. So, uh, even if you're not drinking water, but you're waking up at three or four o'clock in the morning, um, on a regular basis, that that could be a sign of it. Drink lots of water. Um, sleep is incredibly important, incredibly important. Um, I know you're going to hear this, but, but hear me, you've got to try to Turn off the electronics a little bit before you get to bed, even just 30 minutes and try reading a book instead or taking a walk or talking to your children or your spouse or your roommate, even get on the phone with somebody and talk to them instead of having that blue light in front of your face and getting your eight hours of sleep a night. Uh, when it comes to protein, um, it's going to be the word for 2022 every year when the, you know, the new year comes out, uh, there's always something was rare trawl uh, ginkgo biloba uh, <laughs> echinacea. There's always something um, that's the new thing. Um, and it'll be protein and protein is essential for your health. Every single cell in your body needs protein, but don't overdo it. Um, you don't have to overdo it to benefit from it. Um, and as far as fats go uh, steer clear, of the man-made fats, uh, really try to stay away from those seed oils, use olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil, nuts, seeds. Um, Those seed oils are really no good for you. So you'd you'd be surprised if you could cut those back, cut back the sugar. I always say to be carb conscious uh, more than, you know, low carb or moderate carb or whatever, just be carb conscious. I'm not, I don't, have a lot of dairy and I don't have a lot of grains. It's not that I don't have them. And I've never been told I'm sensitive. I legitimately feel better by not having a lot of that in my diet. But there are people who have sensitivity to both dairy and uh, grains or gluten in particular. And you never know unless maybe for 30 days, you pull back. I shouldn't even say pull back, eliminate, but yeah. you can only eliminate one at a time because if you eliminate both and you don't know which one it is. So maybe you only need to eliminate the dairy or you only need to eliminate the grains, but try it. You may come out of it going, <laughs> I feel absolutely no different. Good for you, but you, you might be surprised that, you know, it's yeah. actually more common than people think to, to have these kind of uh, sensitivities to those foods.
0: So, and those are the little shifts. Like I love, I love it. It's just like, that's so doable. I can drink more water. I can get better sleep. I can have a better night routine. I can swap out my seed oils. Little mama's coming in. She like on the dot knows when it's time to wrap it up. So big. I know. Hi. Say hi, Melissa. Um, uh, I could literally just chat with you forever about this. I love you so much. Um, where can people find you? Where can they get more info? And you're launching a podcast. So where can they find you for that too?
1: Um, I you know, obviously on, on Instagram, I have a website called melissamade.com. Um, the podcast is I'm just I'm batching them right now because I want to, to have just a big chunk of them. So it's supposed to be at the beginning of the year and it's called the Melissa Maid Show. It's been a long time coming. I've been asked for a very long time to do it. And I finally caved in. So <laughs> those are the places you can find me.
0: I'm so excited. I will be your number one fan listening every week. I can promise so you
1: that. <laughs> I appreciate well, that. Well,
0: Melissa, I love you to death. Thank you so much you for just giving so much value today and for being such a incredible example to me, not only in life, like in business and you're just, you and Mick are just good people, like just Thank you. good people. We feel the same way. <laughs> well, love you so much. You guys, if this was valuable, if you feel like your clients would find value in this, your friends, your family, share this with them. Nutrition is literally the most important part of the health equation. And for most people, it's the hardest. I'm raising my hand. So it isn't just like you figure it out and then you're done. This is an evolution of learning, of educating, of implementing, of really staying in tune with who you are and how you want to operate and how you want to function in life and shifting your habits and learning what works.
2: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable.
0: best for you. So give yourself grace through this new year. You're gonna reach your goals as long as you stick with them. You can't reach your goals if you quit. So as long as you commit to that, embrace the journey, embrace the process. Um learn more from Melissa because <laughs> she's incredible. Literally you guys go stalk her Instagram at Melissa made She educates she has so much value and is so funny. So you'll be entertained too. Okay. You guys wrapping it up. We will see you back here next week. Bye Melissa.